0: Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Finding Peace Thin podcast. I am your host, Miss Lisa L. Dalton. If this is your first time visiting the podcast, let me say welcome and thank you for listening to the podcast. If you are a repeat guest, let me say Welcome back. If you're watching me via YouTube, hey, 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 hey. Happy summer to everyone. Happy summer. Look, if you want to follow me on all my social media outlets, you can find me on Facebook at Lisa Wilson Dalton. You can find me on Instagram at I am Miss I at I am Lisa Dalton. Hey, this is what I always say. Just Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton, and you will find me there. You can also visit my website at findingpeacewithin.org where you can see all of the podcasts, all of my blogs, and some of my workout videos. Yeah, I used to be a trainer back in the day, but those videos are out there for you. If you're trying to get fit and start your new uh, regimen of doing that thing we call getting healthy. I want to let you know um, that we are still in our series talking about if life is a game these are the rules what does the bible say about this life that we have that we have here also guys um i've been real busy working in my yard got my garden going on let will show y'all some pics if you're watching via youtube show you some pictures of what i got going on in my garden and my she shed i've been painting and um doing some things around that i'm really really excited so in a couple of months you will see this whole background change I will have my own studio and I'm super 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 excited about that so let's get into this lesson tonight we're going to talk about fairness and y'all know before I start I always like to open up with what a word of prayer let's go Lord, we thank you for this day, we honor your name, and we praise you, oh God, for who you are in our lives. We just thank you for your love and your grace. We thank you for your mercy, oh God. Now, Lord, be with me as I teach this lesson on fairness, and let us understand, what does the Bible mean when it talks about being fair, not the carnal way, but the spiritual way? It is in Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Y'all, why do we close our eyes when we pray? <laughs> just wondered about that I got my eyes closed like I'm at the church house it is all good because why? what's in you is in you you can't bring it out I don't care how you try and y'all just excuse my voice I just um got back from my 40th class reunion down home in Hartsfield had a blast had a blast so good to see my friends and my classmates and we laughed we talked we cried a bit we danced a lot <laughs> and we had church y'all the sunday service was amazing if you want to check that out it's also on my um my youtube channel so you can check out the sunday service for the butler high school and Hartsville high school 40th class reunion we have a good 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 time so I'm still in the book uh, with Dr. Sherry Carter talking about if life is a game, these are the rules. And if you haven't had a chance to listen to the podcast, go back to the podcast. Again, you can find those old podcasts on my website, findingpeacewithin.org or on YouTube, which is the channel, channel that you're listening to right now. You can go and find it. Um, just type in finding peace within or my name and it will come up. Today, we're going to talk about fairness, and we've heard that old saying that fair, uh, favor ain't fair, but what does that mean? I was at Food Line today, and they were saying that the, um, the cards weren't working for some of the residents, actually for that particular area. Um, and I had already bought my groceries, and I told her girl I got favor, so my car is gonna work. And <laughs> she laughed, she's like, I got favor too. So, what does that mean? And by the way, my car did work. Um, what does fairness mean? What does fairness mean? Fairness is a comparison um in what we do often when we talk about something not being fair. That's because we are comparing ourselves, our situation, with someone else. Now, this is what Webster says about fairness. Fairness is impartial and just treatment or behavior without favoritism or discrimination. That's what Webster says that fairness is. Fairness is impartial and just treatment or behavior without favoritism or disc or discrimination so when we talk about something not being fair that means someone has an upper hand on the other person someone is better off than the other one uh they feel like life dealt them a bad hand and oftentimes they say that's not fair i remember um and I, I I talk about this often on the show, my experience growing up as a child, growing up in with my grandmother and I wasn't with my siblings. And it's so interesting that we're talking about this tonight because I had a conversation with my oldest brother, Bernice Jr. And, um, you know, about why I wasn't there with them growing up with them. And, um, he said something to me that was very, uh, eye-opening really he was like man Lisa you stay with grandma and we were jealous because you had your own room you you had new clothes you didn't have to get hand-me-downs you know y'all had breakfast lunch and dinner you had dessert you know every night and here we are you know now I'm not gonna say starving but pretty much starving <laughs> you know we wanted to be like you and I was like I wanted to be with you guys because I felt alone. I felt like I didn't have any friends. You know, there was 11 of us. So they're a house full of friends, right? Your siblings are your friends, your best friends growing up. And I was like, well, I was jealous of y'all because y'all had each other and I had just grandma. It was just me. And there were some days grandma wouldn't even let me go play with my own siblings. You know, so some resentment came and um, jealousy came up. And even when they would come over to play, I didn't want them to leave. And then at some point, I didn't want them to play because they was eating up all my food, all our food. I was like, why are you playing with my stuff and eating all the peppermints that grandma would keep on the table? But I looked at their life as really good. And I was like, that's just not fair that they get to be with mom and dad and with all the siblings and I'm over here just with grandma by myself and you know um when he and I had that conversation I said to myself the grass has to be watered on everyone's lawn regardless as to where you live and what does that say what am I saying when everybody's grass has to be watered I don't care where you live that means grow where you're planted. Take what you have and use it, nurture it, and don't complain about what you have. And we've heard this too. Other people are worse off than you. And what you look at as being a good ideal thing, the right place to be, oh, it's a good idea to be over here. That person could be looking over at your life and say, man, I wish I had her life or his life or their life not even knowing what's going on on the inside of their life now what does fairness look like in the eyes of the lord let's go to james 2 y'all know i'm gonna go to the bible let's go to james um two one through five Actually, I may pull this up on the computer because there was a um, contemporary version that I really liked and I want to read that version. It's the CE version. It breaks it down real simple and easy for those of us that don't really like the King James Version. Um, Sometimes the Bible can be a little hard to understand when we're reading the King James Version. So I'm going to pull up the CEV version. I always say I should have had that up already. But hey, this is live, right? Contemporary English version. Let's go to James 1, uh, James 2. James is in the back of the Bible, y'all. If y'all don't know, it's after, it is after Hebrews, James 2. I'm going to start at verse 1. Uh, Yeah, James 1 through 5. My friends, if you have faith in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, you won't treat some people better than others. Suppose a rich person wearing fancy clothes and a gold ring comes to one of your meetings and suppose a poor person dressed in worn out clothes also comes. You must not give the best seat to the one in fancy clothes and tell the one who is poor to sit at the side or sit on the floor. This is the same as saying that some people are better than others and you would be acting like a crooked judge. That's what James is saying to the church house. It says, warning against having favorites. He's like, my friends, how dare you look at a person's outer appearance and think that that person is better. Just because that person is better is rich or has uh, money or has status that person is better than the poor person and y'all know that is exactly what we do right we treat people who are wearing designer clothes and designer shoes or whatever who's dressed in a nice who looks a, a certain way better than the man that comes in with walmart (laughs) you know we can tell the difference Oh, they got their clothes from walmart you know i i know that brand i know that walmart brand so they don't have as much y'all know i've heard this and i'm not sure if it's still true but warren buffett still lives in the same house he has lived in all his life since he and his wife been married like forever and he is one of the richest men in the world but some of us wear everything we have on our back to look as if we have it all, we have it all together. So the perception is this, you know, Lisa is dressed in an on, so she gets, she gets treated a different way. And, um, Barbara Jean looks like Barbara Jean and she, you know, she got her long skirt on and her dolly on her head and looking like homely. So she doesn't get the, get the same treatment as Lisa does now. Barbara Jean is probably saying, it's not fair that Lisa gets to sit at the front. And here I am being told to sit on the floor. Why? Because my clothes are not as good as Lisa's clothes. And we do have those experiences in life when we put other people on pedestals, especially if you're famous, if you're a celebrity and somebody see you come, let's not even go that far. Let's just deal with how we do at the church house if pastor um jones and first lady jones come in the door and it's like oh this pastor jones and lady jones y'all come out up here come up to the front and then y'all make the little kids move off the front row how do i know because i've been there y'all get up and go in the back y'all go in the back because pastor jones is here i wanted the other elders would get up off the pulpit and let elder jones and the first lady jones sit up there now Is that showing favoritism or is that just giving honor? It's probably a little of both, but when we're talking about today, we're talking about favoritism and being in fairness in life. Life ain't fair, y'all. It's just it. Some of us was born with silver spoons and some of us weren't born with a spoon at all. We had to eat with our fingers, but that's how it is everybody's grass has to be watered at some time so what does that mean it doesn't matter my grass is grass and your grass is grass you gotta nurture what you have now the rich man has everything dressed to the nines the poor man has nothing but who's to say he's really poor just because he looks poor i remember um tyra banks doing a Uh, a study about being poor and how we walk over poor people or homeless people and she dressed up that way and of course people did not recognize her but they treated her just the same way they would treat a street person walk right by her not knowing it was Tara Banks you know, Tara's rich Tara got money so they treated her just the same way but just because I don't have on Louis Vuitton and all these other polos and name brands does not mean that I don't deserve to be treated the same way. Let's go to Ecclesiastics 9 and 11. I like this scripture um, because in it, it talks about Ecclesiastics. Let's go right after uh, Proverbs Ecclesiastics 9 make sure that clicks on it y'all know I just like reading from the Bible sometimes this these computers just act up Ecclesiastics 9 let's go we're going to start at um, number 11 let's go here is something else I have learned this is Solomon talking the fastest runners and the greatest heroes don't always win races and battles. In, 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 in the um, King James Version, it says the race is not given to the swift. Um, and sometimes we have to read it in that version. Why? Because we don't, know, we don't know what it sounds like in another version. So we have to go to the versions that we know and are familiar with. So, I'm going to read it out of uh, the New King James Version. That way, it, um, it'll kind of make some sense to you. Um, here we go. The race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, nor bread to the wise, nor riches to men of understanding, nor favor to men of skill, but time and chance happens to them all. The fastest runner and greatest heroes don't always win races and battles. Uh, Lou uh, Armstrong. I came thinking of the bike rider. He did not win every race. And he was one of the fastest um, bicyclists out here in the world. But he didn't win every race. The heroes... Uh, the Americans don't win every war and we're the biggest army there is, but we don't always win every war. Now, is that fair? It's not about being fair. It's about understanding our strengths, understanding that we're not going to always be on top. And we teach our children when everybody gets a trophy. And you lose and you know you can't play, but everybody gets a trophy. So that's teaching the children what? That you're going to always win. When they're not going to always win, you're not going to always be rewarded for what you've done. Sometimes you get nothing. Walk away with nothing. And that teaches hard work. That teaches values of understanding you win some and you lose some. And you can't say, it's not fair, they get one did you work for it did you work for it? we all got qualities wise intelligence and skill don't always make you healthy rich or popular wise wisdom intelligence and skill don't always make you healthy rich or popular just because you have wisdom does not understand that you know how to be healthy Y'all know I'm all into health and fitness, you know, it's a lifestyle for me, but it's wise for me to do that. But people have wisdom and still don't understand the importance or won't grasp the importance of what being healthy. Now, is it fair? That I understand it and do it and y'all understand it and don't do it. It's not about being fair. It's about what we talked about in the last podcast, right? Choices and decisions. You make a choice and you make a decision and the decision is to stick with the choice. So when you make decisions and choices, make sure you're doing it wisely. Intelligence does not necessarily make you rich either. You know, the Bible says that the Lord has given us the ability to get rich, which means he's not going to make you rich. He's already given you the ability, what in your hands, your abilities to do things and to, uh, create wealth for yourself. God is not going to come and get it and you're not going to get it from the lottery either. Not only that skill doesn't make you popular. Now, why would he say Skill. Does it make you popular? Think about work, right? So if you're very, very good at what you do, that skill would make you popular on the team. Let's talk about Michael Jordan. Okay, so Michael Jordan, again, one of the greatest basketball players out here in the world, right, that we've ever had, at least, I think, in the world. But if Michael didn't, if Michael's skill wasn't to a certain level, he would not be popular but then you have some people who have skills who is not popular let's think about the music industry a lot of people can sing i'm talking sing and play uh, any type of instrument but nobody knows who they are is it fair that that person that posts all their things on instagram doesn't have a contract is it fair But perhaps, like Solomon says, we each have our own share of misfortunes. We each have our own share of successes as well. Now he's talking about misfortune. So don't be comparing yourself to other people. Because again, you don't know what they had to go through to get what they have. You don't know that. We're on the outside looking in. And in the book... Um, Dr. Sherry talks about two sisters. One was pretty and the other one, oh, according to standards, she was beautiful, knockout, dragged out, gorgeous, right? And then the sister, the other sister was not knockout gorgeous. She was just regular, you know, I hate to say that, but she was regular. She was a tomboy. She liked working in the yard, blah, blah, blah. But the other sister, you know, she attracted boys in high school she had been married twice the other sister hadn't been married at all and so the sister that um that was not as attractive thought it wasn't fair that the other sister was so she really did not tap into the gift that god had given her why because she was so busy comparing herself to her older sister and it wasn't until she got older and she realized the gift that she had and what the lord had given her and how she was able to work a room with her personality but the pretty sister who got all the boys and got married twice and divorced twice right (laughs) didn't have that so when we think about what's fair we have to begin to think about what God gave us. We cannot look at what someone else have, has and say, I wish it was me. Now, here's something else I really, really lo- love in the Bible. Matthew 20, 1 through 16. I'm not going to, yeah, I'm going to read the whole thing. And Jesus was telling what the kingdom of heaven would be like. And he said, Early one morning, a man went out to hire some workers for his vineyard. After he had agreed to pay them the usual amount for a day's work, he sent them off to his vineyard. About nine that morning, the man saw some other people standing in the market with nothing to do. He promised to pay them what was fair if they will work in his vineyard. So they went. At noon and again about three in the afternoon, he returned to the market and each time he the same agreement with others who were loafing around with nothing to do he said hey y'all come and work and this is what we're going to get paid now i'm going to jump down to the story when it was time to get paid everybody got the same pay the ones that started at nine in the morning and the ones that started at 12 in the afternoon and the ones that started at three o'clock they all got the same denario. Now, the ones in the that started at 9 in the morning were very upset with them. Very upset with the boss man. Say, hey, how can they get the same amount of pay when we've been here all day? And they just got here and they're going to get the same thing? And we've been out here slaving? He said, I did not. Now, this is me paraphrasing. I didn't say I was going to pay you by the hour. I just said, I'm going to pay you this for the day. It, it wasn't about how many hours you work. It was about the day. And <laughs> in their minds, they were saying, it's just not fair. It's just not fair. And when we think about how we get to heaven, right? So I'm, I'm taking this somewhere and you've been saved 46 years. My sister sent me a picture of a Bible, the little green, y'all knew the new King James version Bibles that you get when you get baptized. And um, it says, Lisa L. Wilson, January 1, 1976. I dedicate my life to Christ. I was 12 years old, 12 years old. So I've been living for the Lord for 12 years. I'm 58 now, 46 years. If I die today, I pray to God I make it to heaven. But if someone gets saved tomorrow and dies today, they too will make it to heaven. Now, I can say, that ain't fair. I've given up this to follow Christ. I had to go through this to follow Christ. You know, And the Lord did this to me and la, 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 la. Just to follow Christ and he gets to go and he ain't suffer nothing. That just ain't right. But that's not how it works. We have to understand that the Lord has no respect of person. We all have an opportunity. Time and chance happens to everyone. And that's why the Bible says that we should take advantage of every opportunity. So you won't sit back and say, that wasn't fair. That, that, that should not have happened to that person. That, mm -mm, how she get him, that ain't right. (laughs) I heard somebody say uh, something about me one time, like, man, Lisa, I think at that point I had two husbands, man, Lisa, you don't been married twice and I can't get married one time. Now we can say, well, dang, Lisa, you've been married three times and I can't get one, (laughs) but it ain't right. Whatever you may say. But when we talk about how we deal with life and what we deem as being unfair, we're giving way to the enemy to say to us what God made us to be wasn't good enough. When we look and say, that's just not fair. Every experience that we go through, are lessons that God will have us learn. And yes, we all go through different things. Yes, we know that. Everyone is not going to go through the same experience. We know that. But what we need to understand is this. We can't look at that person's situation. We have to look at our own and see the unique uniqueness in our own lives. What's unique about you? What's unique about Lisa? What is it that Lisa has that others want? And you may have that I may want. It's not a covetousness. And I won't say uh, that is not fair. But I would say, I desire to have joy like Lisa. I hear that often. I desire to be, you know, have that sense of happiness that Lisa has. But are you willing to go through what Lisa has gone through to get this joy and to get this happiness? You know, are you willing to do that? Are you willing to do your work, which is what finding peace within is all about, right? Are you willing to do the work? I want to leave these um, thoughts with you. Number one, don't compare yourself to others. Grow where you're planted. Grow where you are planted. And if it's not good soil, then I suggest you begin to cultivate something in your life. Attach yourself to something good that will help you become a better person. Number two. Look at your situation as unique. No one else has not that no, in Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. Yes, we've all gone through some experiences. But there may be a little twist to yours. So don't look at somebody else's experience and want it. A lot of people say they want to be famous. And the famous people run from the paparazzi. You know, so we think their lives are fantastic. And they just want to be able to go to the grocery store without cameras. Right? So which one would you rather have the freedom or somebody else to have to go to the store for you? Be grateful for your journey. Be grateful for your journey. Thank the Lord every day for the journey that he has taken you on and the journey that you are on. When we begin to manipulate our lives and Um, looking to be something or something else or be someone else. We negate the gifts that God has instilled in us. And when we talk about the gifts are without, um, repentance it's the, the fruit, you know, the gifts, the fruit of the spirit, those are the gifts from God. And if you, um, possess the fruit of the spirit, There is no reason why um, uh, of the Spirit. Let me talk about the fruit of the Spirit. Uh, And the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Do you have the fruit of the Spirit? Those are the fruit of the Holy Spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are the things that we should be striving to have. Don't look at somebody else's life uh, saying that it's not fair that they have this. They did some work. And those are things that the Lord blessed them with. There are 11 of us and not all all of us can sing. There are 11 of us and not all of us can teach. There are 11 of us and not all of us enjoy working in the yard. There are 11 of us. Some of us are tidy and some of us not so tidy. There are now we're all extroverts. (laughs) I'm going to say that, but you know, Um, We're all different and unique in our own way. And that's the message today. That's the lesson today. Don't look at someone else's life and say, it's not fair. Look at your own life and understand that God made you who you are, what you are, and who you have become is because of the work that you have done to be who you are that's good stuff i hope this was helpful to you all remember life brings us choices and decisions and when we choose we make a decision to stick with that choice we are committed to it and today we are making a decision to look at our lives as this a god-given gift I won't covet at your gift, and you're not going to covet at my gift. We're going to grow where we're planted, and we're going to water our own grass. We're going to water our own grass. Amen. Amen. Now, let's close out with the word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for this day. We honor your name. We praise you, oh God, for who you are in our lives. We love you. Lord, we just thank you for your peace. We thank you for your mercy. Now, Lord, be with us for the rest of this week. Give us a blessed, beautiful week. We ask that you look on those that are bereaved. We pray for the nations. We believe that all things that has been happening, Lord, you know all about it. And you have full control over it all. We put our trust and our hope in you. Let us walk boldly in the body and the mind that you have given us. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Now, you go. Make it a wonderful week. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media outlets. Just Google my name, Lisa L. Dalton. And also, um, give a shout out to my husband and the Leviticus Singers of Charlotte for continuing to go up the charts. We're number seven on this week hey guys you can also um check out the argument with j argue and mark fresh i've been hanging out with those guys and we've been talking about some good stuff so they're on youtube also is the t-h-e-r-g-u-a-r-g-u and space mint m-e-a-n-t I love you all, and I pray you all just have a wonderful, wonderful week. As I always say, what? A centered soul is a centered body. Be blessed.